All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I'm excited for you to hear this episode. We are going to talk about gratitude and how gratitude really fuels that abundance mindset. I have Michelle here today with me to kind of chat in this awesome conversation. So if you've been feeling this lack of gratitude or this lack of abundance mindset, I want to tell you a quick story before we start. When I first started coaching, we had lost everything, all our savings. My husband had lost his job. His job crashed with the crash of the stock market. And so when I went into building this business back in 2010, we really were coming from this place of having nothing. I had to get a credit card from my mother-in-law who had this amazing credit to be able to pay off her bills, to be able to like support ourselves. It was really a scary time. But what's interesting is at that time, I had such a belief in what I was doing that it fed this abundance mindset. I didn't step into the fear. I was like, screw it. I'm going to show up even though I'm scared. I'm going to show up because I believe that I am meant to help people in this world. And it was something that was really a part of a significant gratitude practice, something that, to be honest, as we talk about behind the scenes, I have fallen short in the last few years of doing that amazing gratitude practice. And I need to get back to a place where that abundance mindset doesn't diminish when fear comes in. Because that's what I think is the big thing, is if you are a person that has fear and that fear and anxiety can come in and kind of play this part, it's real easy to step out of this place of abundance mindset and go into this place of, oh my God, you know, is anyone going to hire me? Is anyone going to buy? Am I going to be able to launch this program? Are people actually going to want it? We go into that spiral, like the hamster in the cage that's just going around. And then we can spiral out to where there is not an abundance mindset at all. And this is especially true for maybe those of you who grew up in a situation where maybe your parents didn't have as much of abundance mindset, or there was a lot of chaos, or there was a lot of drama or there was a lot of trauma. So I want you to really step into that place today and ask yourself, like, where is your level of gratitude? What is your practice in the morning? Do you ever practice at night? When you start to have those spiraling thoughts, what are you actually doing to ground yourself again? Because when I go back to thinking about that experience where we lost everything, my gratitude, my abundance mindset was, amazing. And I have to seriously think back to that time, which I'm doing in this week, which is why we're focusing this week and this episode 
about really stepping back into that place. What are the things that I need to do to change in my daily practices? Where am I falling short? Where do I need to check some of the thoughts that are going in? In today's episode, we're going to dive into some strategies to get out of that funk and back into a place of gratitude and abundance mindset. So without further ado, Michelle, thanks for being here. It's I know you're a person that has such an abundance mindset. And so I think talking about this, how do you keep yourself in that abundance mindset? I mean, mine kind of comes from a similar not exact experience, but a similar experience in like losing everything <laughs> and, and almost having like nothing to lose, like, you know, cause I had lost everything already. So it was like, I had everything to gain, to go forward and to keep going. So I really, I don't know. I think coming from that place of like short synopsis for no one who like knows my background is like over 10 years ago, I went through this divorce and I ended up living back with my parents, which is like every grown adult's nightmare. (laughs) I love your parents, but the last place you want to be with your children is back at home. And so I had two kids and, you know, living in this one bedroom and it was starting my business and it was just like this moment of every single opportunity that I got was just massive appreciation for and like recognizing and always staying in that mindset of like every opportunity is a blessing. Like whether you take yeah. it or not, it's still an opportunity. It's a possibility. And so really looking from that, that mindset of just appreciation for everything that you have and also keeping the mindset open for what else is possible for the future and your life in general and your your coaching practice and you know just not minimizing yourself and your capabilities as a human being which i think can can just happen when you're around either negativity or people putting you down or people who don't believe in you or you know so i think it's a matter of believing in yourself to be able to have that abundance mindset and, and also being willing to take some risks on yourself, betting on yourself. Otherwise it's easy to like dim your shine (laughs) to go, you know, to go down. Like I remember when I was starting my business back then it was like health coaching slash virtual assistant. And I was so concerned with taking care of my two kids, obviously financially. So, and getting out of the one bedroom. So I was like, all right, maybe I'll just get a regular job. Like I'll just get a regular job, but maybe I'll do it part-time and I'll work my business part-time. And that was like a fallback mindset that I had like, Oh, I can't do this. So I'll just have this just in case I fail and all this other stuff. And so I went for the interview and I got the job, but I didn't take it. Thank God. It was just like super ridiculously low paying and a lot of, they were asking for a lot out of everyone who worked for them. It was just a hard, hard position. And I had the background for it. I had the education and everything still. And it was just really, it was like a moment. I remember like crying in the car, like, okay, I got, now I got the fallback, you know, thing. And it's like, do I take it? Do I not take it? Like, am I, am I like, if I go that route, I saw myself falling into that trap of, okay, well then I'll just do it's, it's here. It's, you know, I'll just continue that full time. (laughs) Like it's there. It's promised to me. I'm good. You know? 
but it really wasn't anything of what I wanted. It was not purpose aligned. It was not like something I really wanted to be doing. I never would have been happy doing it. And I felt like I would have been a different person had I taken that job completely. I probably would have stressed out, you know, all the things, but I was still really scared to turn it down because that meant taking a risk to be able to, you know, provide for my kids. But what it did for me was fueled like a fire that was just like, it has to work. It has to work. I love that you brought that up because I feel like when you said I have nothing to lose, that's Mm -hmm. exactly how I felt when I first started my business. It was like fueled this fire of like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to make this work. And I knew that I was meant to do it. Mm -hmm. It's like, these opportunities weren't coming in the beginning. I had to go find those opportunities. Yeah. And I had to say, you know, I was like struggling with this online presence and I didn't have the best marketing stuff. I wish looking back, I'm always like, I wish we had our done the done for you programs back then because I am not great in Canva. <laughs> I am not mm-hmm. great at making pretty images. There are times that I even say to you, like, Michelle, can you just make me an image? Because it was hard for me to get that online presence without that fancy marketing stuff. Yeah, And yeah. so I started taking my ass offline and started going and pitching to local businesses, asking if I could do workshops. And that would not have been possible if I didn't have that abundance mindset, because I feel like that fear shows up for all of us, whether it's fear of doing video, fear of pitching yourself, whether it's to a podcast or to an admin in a Facebook group, or to a business. And then it's like, we don't feel confident. We don't show up with abundant mindset. We slouch, you know, we're not standing up straight. And then all of a sudden, we don't get that opportunity because we're already in that self-defeating kind of world world spin. Wait, Mm -hmm. is that a word? (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, you're stuck in that that mindset. I think that when you, there's just something, it's so hard to actually put into words, even as a copywriter, but because it's a feeling, it's it's an emotion, it's a drive, like you, like the most successful people don't stop. They just don't stop. So it's like, you just can't stop. You have to keep going. And I think that once you just keep going, you know, there's just like, even now, like my husband, like, even if something comes up, like maybe we'll get like a medical bill unexpected in the mail, our insurance should have covered more than we thought, like those types of things you can get hit with a couple thousand dollars for a hospital visit. And it's like, Oh, you know, and I just always, my husband will get more frazzled about it, you know, and I'm more like, it'll work out. <laughs> yeah. It, we'll, we'll cover it. We always do you know, it, it always works out. So it's more like, you know, I just always try to keep that because I've been the other way around. Like I've, years ago, like over 10 years ago, I had a completely different mindset. I would be stressed out about every little thing and like just everything. And back then it was just not good financial, like late on rent, late on things, like getting state aid, like, you know, a ton, like over a decade ago. And I was just stuck in this fear of like, it's not working out. So it'll never work out. And it was a horrible mindset, but I didn't know until I lost it all, which wasn't a ton to lose, but it was enough, you know, like your home, your privacy, like those things, you know, that was a lot to lose. So to 
to gain it all little by little and more. It's, it's only that changing my mindset has only brought more abundance, but also that gratitude that you talk about, that appreciation and pursuit of purpose, I would say, is really what I chase now. It's it's not about just like money. It's also about how earning that money makes me happy, I think is really important. Because even like with, you know, most health coaches qualifications, you could and, and all the education I see health coaches have, you can literally get a J-O-B anywhere, right? Like yeah. a lot of them have bachelor's degrees or certifications of an endless list of resume, all these different qualifications, but would it make you happy? So it all has to tie in, you know, to be able to be your own boss and have the abundance mindset, have the gratitude, and then and watch all of the possibilities come. Well, and I think about how this truly impacts our health coaching. It's like, if there's not a level of gratitude, Mm -hmm. really hard to have that abundance mindset because that gratitude keeps us grounded to not go into that hamster wheel and Mm -hmm. say all those negative things. Like I'm not good at this. I'm not smart enough. I'm not going to be able to accomplish this. All the things that I think many of us, when we're pushing ourselves to push past fears or to tackle something that's new. Like that's when my abundance mindset gets triggered. It's like, and triggered not in a good way, but it's like to be able to catch yourself Mm -hmm. in thought pattern and say, am I being gentle with myself? Am I being loving? Am I being compassionate? Because if not, how's this going to impact me being able to charge my work? Yeah. Me being able to charge for packages, me being able to show up on lives, me being able to show up on workshops, webinars, it almost makes it impossible. And I think if you can really focus on that strategy of like creating a gratitude list in the morning or pausing in the morning, waking up, pausing for like five minutes, opening your eyes, not looking at your phone. Hopefully your phone is not right next to your bed. And just taking that time to be like, I'm really grateful that I have this freedom to do a job that I really love, to work for myself, to have time freedom, to be able to work with clients and make transformations, that I'm breathing, that I have my health. Even Mm -hmm. when I had an autoimmune, I used to say I'm grateful for my autoimmune Mm -hmm. because it taught me so many lessons about myself, about my perseverance and, Mm -hmm. and about being able to tackle really hard cases and come out on the other side. And then it's like, when I think a coach doesn't have that, you're not attracting money. And I know money can be like, you know, it can feel a little icky, especially as healers when we talk about it. But if you want to get to that place that you have, 10 clients a month, or that you have a very successful mastermind or a very successful membership, there has to be an abundance mindset there because the most successful people have that. Yeah. And I think for me, a lot of that comes from like, just my faith in like God and knowing like I, sometimes it's just an action. So like, I think I'm actively like in, in what I do is I try to serve like God's people 
And I just trust that he is always going to take care of me because I'm doing for him with everything that I do. And that's how like, I kind of try to do that. So whatever faith for anyone is listening, just having that same similar belief of just how like humanity works and like the ecosystem of life, you know, that when you're putting out good into the world, good will come back to you. It's the same type of thing. And so like, if you show up every day and you're thankful and you're following up with people and you're serving the clients you have, and you don't have like resentment or like bitterness about, you know, not having your goal or something like that, you know, that's Um, a really, I think that's a really valid point that you just brought up because it's having that compassion with yourself. If maybe you're not there yet and to know that in time, you'll get there. Yeah. I think of that book by Gabby Bernstein. It's like, trust the universe. It's like really to have this faith that there is something bigger than you, as long as you're taking those forward action steps. And when you can't to kind of say like, okay, I can't take this action step right now, but I'm going to have compassion for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And doing what you can which may not be a lot all the time, (laughs) you know, but it's enough, (laughs) you know, like what you can do is always enough. So I think that's really important because it's not like in the coaching world, the cool thing. I mean, what I love about coaching in general is that it's never just about money. Like, even though it's about money, right. Everyone wants to make a certain income, has to make a certain income, has bigger goals. It's, it's, it's purpose driven money. So it's totally different. I think than you know, exchanging, you know, in, in the corporate world, in my opinion. So I think that it's all about just serving people, coaches in general, serve people tremendously, you know, and not giving up on that. The more that you pursue that, the more will come to you. Yeah. And I think an important part also for that busy entrepreneur, because whether you're brand new and you're thinking about your website, your signature freebie, your signature talks, (laughs) list building, social media, or whether you're up-leveling and maybe you're hiring a team, you know, it's like, it's very hard to grow your business if you're not also taking that time to step back and give yourself a pause. So I think for that entrepreneur who's maybe working full time and this is your side hustle or for that entrepreneur that is working full time to give yourself space within the day where you like take a walk or rebound or just step out in nature. Because I think when we are doing a lot, Sometimes that part can really chisel out on that gratitude because Mm -hmm. we get too tired. So I think it's an important thing to also like carve in rest and carve Mm -hmm. in downtime within your day to be able to like pause, get perspective, be, be conscious of your thoughts that are going through. And if, if you really need to kind of like shake it up, do some essential oils, take a pause, sage yourself, (laughs) go outside for a walk, just get into nature and do something that's really pleasurable to be able to reset. Yeah. I think that's so important. And thinking of abundance as it's not always money. So it's like, what do you want more of? Do you want more time? Do you want more freedom? Do you want more peace? Like, what do you want and need in your life? And how can you get more abundant with each of those categories is really important too, because not everybody's 
vision of success is the same, you know? So it's really a matter of what do you really want, you know? And then how are you going to pursue that? And I think it's really important also to be clear in what you want. I love that you talked about that. Like really, as we come up, come upon Thanksgiving and we come upon the new year, we're always thinking resolutions. And it's like, it's such a great time to reflect Pat on the past year and look at everything we have to be grateful for. The people in your life, like the opportunities, the things that come and can really feed into not a scarcity mindset. Because I know it's really easy as an entrepreneur when you're working for yourself to get into that scarcity mindset and think that like, you know, maybe you're not going to stand out enough, but it's like, be really crystal clear on what you want more of. Be really crystal clear on what you're willing to let go of to achieve that abundance mindset and hold gratitude as a place to like reground. Yeah. I think that's so important. And also not to be triggered by external things. Like Mm. I remember having like conversations with, with certain people during like the pandemic and like, they would see things on the news, you know, about like money and crashes and stuff. And it would stir up, like, this is happening out there. What's going to happen to me and my business, you know, and just, just trying to have a healthy balance between acknowledging what's real, (laughs) but also still holding on to what's possible for you and not being affected by all the turmoil out there, I think is really important for maintaining an abundance mindset. Well, and even right now, that's all the talk we're talking about, like a recession. And it's like, I built my business in a recession. I think Amy Porterfield was just talking about going recession proof. And it's like, she built her business in a recession. Mm -hmm. And it's like, instead of being halted into that scarcity Mm -hmm. mindset, come up with your plan, come up with your low cost offer where you can attract that person, get them in the door, whether it's like a 90 minute single session or it's a low cost offer program, take them through those steps to leading them to your higher ticket coaching. Mm-hmm. And it's like, don't let the scarcity mindset halt you. Instead, mm-hmm. like step back into gratitude, step back into the abundance mindset where there's like enough people out there looking for you, but make sure that you're also super clear in what you offer and what you want to be known for. Because I think that's that's where sometimes when we get in that scarcity mindset, I see people hopping niches. They're like, oh, I think I need to do this. It's like, no, you need to do what you were really meant to do yeah, yeah, yeah. and get crystal clear so that you can show up with that confidence. Yeah. And sometimes it's just keep going, you know, like instead of like second guessing yourself and sometimes it just takes time, you know, like a lot of times it's easy to get sucked into a lot of the marketing out there, like, you know, overnight this and things like that. And those do happen sometimes, but it's not usually the norm, (laughs) you know, like usually, yeah, it's a process. So you have to trust the process, trust yourself and keep going no matter what happens. When I love that you're talking about second guessing, I can think of this coach who came to me, this person is miserable in their work, miserable (laughs) and has a very successful job but they hate it and they want to get out. This person sent me like four different emails. I have three different conversations with this person and every conversation they were jumping around to like a different niche. Mm -hmm. Finally, I said to this person, I think that your fear 
of taking the leap is like stepping in the way of you getting to a different place in your life. Mm -hmm. And that fear really, I think, is like the opposite of the abundance mindset. Because there's fear present. And I said, start with a few workshops. Do those workshops on YouTube. Start getting visibility. Take baby steps. Test out like the four different niches that you're talking about. See what's the most interaction. Because it was like metabolism, gut, hormones, weight loss. I would say the core, the core pillars of a lot of people's business, you know, and what they may be, what maybe people are coming to them for. But it's like this person could not get past the fear. And I finally said, you've got to make a decision. Like I can make the decision for you. You've got to make the decision that you're willing to put aside like five hours a week Mm -hmm. to create those pre-recorded workshops, put them on YouTube, get your website up to par, have that signature freebie once you decide which of those workshops are doing better or to test freebies and workshops, get to this different place in your life so that you can actually be happy and grateful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, you know, I always think of like Kate Spade, right. And just like certain people who seemingly had what most would consider everything in life, (laughs) you know, but happiness or, or at least, you know, depression took over and things like that. So it's really like knowing what abundance looks like for you. Cause it's not, not comparing yourself. I mean, I think Anthony yeah. Bourdain, that was like the same time. Yeah. It's like, I think also for us to normalize fear and mm-hmm. normalize that anxiety around taking big steps. I know for me dealing with anxiety and depression, I have to be really careful really careful when my thoughts are going, because I tend, my husband's like the one that's always like, we lost everything. We have our, we have each other. We're totally <laughs> fine. And I'm like, we lost everything. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> you know, and to not get triggered by that, because it's very easy for me to get triggered. Like we're not going to have anything, I'm not going to be able to support my family. Mm-hmm. And yet I've had continued success. I mean, yeah. 12 years in an online business of consistent. And it's like when you're brand new, you just have to also hold on to that belief and faith that you're going to get there and to do kind of what you and I both did in that beginning steps. It's like, take the steps that you need to take. There's Mm -hmm. not going to be this perfect plan, but to just take, put one step in front of the other. That's the, yeah. I think that's the ultimate key for sure, because it's, anything can happen, you know? So it's always possible, whatever you want. And I think to be really conscious, like I I keep going back to those words and those thoughts, but they're extremely powerful. Like be conscious. I know this morning I have not been working out as much as I used to. So I get on the freaking Peloton and I'm like at 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm done with this. And then it was like, you're a quitter. You're this, you're that. And I was like, this is not beautiful, gentle language to have an abundance mindset, but it's like, be really conscious to how we speak to ourselves. Be yeah. really conscious of the people that are in your life. I think that's another thing because it's like, if you have people that are drama, that are negative, that are toxic, there's no way to hold space yeah. for yourself enough mm-hmm. to have an abundance mindset. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's definitely true. <laughs> Especially if you have to deal with people like that, you know, and some of them are your friends. <laughs> some of them could be your family. You know, you just have to, you have to make sure that you keep like a safe space around yourself, you know, because it's so easy to get like, like infected with other people's negativity. Like it's almost, yeah. it's an illness, you know? Yeah. That's a, it's a really important one for me. Like if I feel like, like I can handle a lot of negativity personally, it's just who I am in nature, but I do have a tipping point. Like most of anyone mine might be higher than others, but when I get there, I'm like, Oh, I just can't hear like one more, like dramatic, horrible, negative thing. And I just like remove myself from the situation. Like if you have to do that and take like a day or two to absorb, like do that. (laughs) Do you know what I do? I, I was talking to one of my friends and who is an entrepreneur as well. And she was like, you know what, when I feel too much drama, I go onto Instagram and I make my whole feed about puppies. That's a brilliant idea. I said, Probably like three dogs. I'm doing that because you know what? I went on and I was like, pugs, which I'm a pug mom. I was like, pugs and French bulldogs. <laughs> so yeah. now my feed has all these positive little puppies, all this great stuff. Yeah. Nice balance for me in my day to just be reminded of like, this is how it's almost like when your kids are so young and you see mm-hmm. kids. Yeah just so they're just open eyed and so curious about life and just, you know, like you get those big smiles from them. Of course, when they turn into teenagers too, (laughs) raging hormones, (laughs) their smiles, but it's not the same thing as when they are just these like curious little babies. So that's what I've done. Babies, puppies, inspirational quotes. And that has worked out really well because I will scroll on Instagram. I will scroll on TikTok. I will scroll on Facebook. And it's like, I have to make sure that my exterior world is a happy place. That's like super duper important, especially social media. Like if I see, like there's always trends, you know, I guess with what's going on in the world, if I see like a trending of like, I don't know, fear or something that like media instilled or something like I'll halt. I have to put a pause on that. Yeah. Like um, I can't, I can't. Cause then I'll, it'll trigger like my own anxiety, you know? Yeah. Like, so I just try to stay in the happy place, but that's probably why I have like three dogs, two cats, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I surround myself around things that make me super happy, no matter what's going on. So I think that's important. I wouldn't suggest getting a collection of animals, but if you're scrolling <laughs> through other people's, you know, it'll still make you happy. <laughs> well, guys, I think that we're going to wrap up this talk. You know, even just talking about this, talking about abundance mindset brought a major big smile to my face. I think that's one of the most important things to think about is one, grounding yourself, what works for you, two, putting great people in your life. If you're an entrepreneur, it can be really overwhelming. Sometimes even getting a virtual assistant, if that's something that you can afford. And if you can't afford, I would say definitely carve out something in your life. Don't go, you know, out to dinner twice that week, you know, cut down on some other bill because bringing in somebody that can help to 
keep you positive and make that overwhelm lesson is something really important. I'd say also do gratitude less. I'm recommitting to doing journaling. I'm not a lover of journaling, I will admit it, but it's definitely great to kind of get the thoughts out. You can always do a write and burn. That's something when you're feeling negative to write down all the thoughts. You can even keep your eyes closed is something I love to do. Write down all those negative thoughts, all those fears, get them out of your brain and onto a piece of paper and then go burn it in a safe place. Don't burn it inside your home. Mm -hmm. The last one is to go and get extra support, whether that be Reiki, whether that be energy healing, an acupuncturist, a therapist, make sure that you're getting extra support so that you, when you are feeling a little level of fear or anxiety, you have somebody to share it and work through and get to a different place. So make sure that you're thinking about, lastly, I know your mindset, really those thoughts and those words that you're saying to yourself, catch yourself when you find yourself saying negative things, ask a loved one, you remind me the things that you feel are really positive about me. Tell me some things that you think are really special about me and keep a jar. A person once told me, actually have people in your life write down things that are really great about you, put it in a jar, and then each time take a piece out of the jar. I actually did that for my husband as a present. It's a hundred little love notes and little pills that I did for like a birthday present. And he just opens up one a day and reads them. So it's always some great things to do for yourself and keep yourself really grounded. Guys, it's been a pleasure to be with you. Stay tuned for the next one and I will see you later. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.